I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, May 28th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Good morning, Carrie. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you. Same to you. David, world powers have been struggling for months to come up with ways to stop the killing in Syria. The U.N. passed a resolution yesterday after a massacre in which it appears Syrian forces killed more than 100 villagers. Why has this bloodshed been so difficult to halt? Well, Carrie, it's been tough in part because of the geography, that uh, so many of the military actions that uh, President Bashar seems to be taking against his own people are happening in these very crowded cities and villages where it's very difficult for U.N. forces to get in. But the second reason is that there's a real absence of international will here, uh, because this would be so much more difficult than Libya. Uh, I think that many countries are sort of holding back. No one wants to send forces on the ground. There's a, a real weariness and a real wariness about what the... Uh, the cost of a real conflict in Syria uh, could be. And so many have turned a blind eye to what uh, we now refer to as responsibility to protect the U.N. concept, that there are moments when you step in to protect a population against their own leaders. In the wake of this latest killing, the Russians seem more amenable to seeing President Bashar al-Assad removed. So what does Russia have at stake? Well, for Russia, Syria is critically important. Uh, they have bases uh, in Syria, really their only bases outside of Russia. Uh, they depend on Assad as a big customer, but they also depend on him as a, a big strategic partner. Here at home, the presidential election appears to be moving into nastier territory. In Iowa last week, Mitt Romney said the president had ignited a prairie fire of debt. And when the president got to Iowa, he claimed his opponent had left a cow pie of distortion. Why this negative so early in the campaign? Well, Kerry, when you have a president of the United States um, talking about cow pies and it's only June in the election, you know it may be time to turn off the TV for, for the good part of the the summer, maybe until the conventions. Um, I think what's happened here is that we're in that strange interregnum between the end of the primary season and uh, the real beginning of the presidential campaign, which most people tune into only after the conventions are over. And during that time, both sides feel they have to define the other. President Obama, to the surprise of some, has gone very negative very early to uh, try to define uh, Mitt Romney uh, as a, a callous capitalist whose uh, past experience uh, working at, um, at Bain was really only directed at making money regardless of what it would do to the jobs of, uh, of those whose companies at Bain Capital took over. And you've seen Mr. Romney uh, go out and try to portray the president at various moments uh, as either a wide-eyed liberal or a free spender who sent the United States deeply into debt, ignoring that part of the debt that President Bush was responsible for. So I think on both sides, you are seeing the candidates go to extremes in an effort to define the other in the, in the minds of the voters. Uh, I'm not sure whether this is working for either of them. Finally, David, it's Memorial Day, and I know you've completed a book recently, and you've written a bit about what we've learned about the men and women who've been serving in Afghanistan and, although they left six months ago, in Iraq. 
Well, Kerry, this is probably the most remarkable military force I think the United States has ever put together. Uh, just the level of education, of skill, of endurance uh, for this, this force. When you think they've really been at war constantly since 2001, and that has never happened before in the history of the United States. I think we haven't served them terribly well, though. Uh, you're now seeing a, uh, a great question within Washington about whether the mission of these conflicts is really the uh, kind of counterinsurgency, the rebuilding of societies that uh, the United States uh, military was arguing just a few years ago was the new mission of the military. And when President Obama came in, he came to the determination that that simply was not possible, not within the time frame politically or fiscally that we had uh, in working in Afghanistan and, uh, to a lesser degree, in Iraq. And so right now I think the military is uh, facing two challenges at once. Uh, on the one hand, it's trying to reset itself. It's trying to uh, um, remake itself after these enervating wars. At the same time, it's still trying to figure out whether its primary mission has really changed the way it thought a few years ago that it had changed. And that's a debate we need to resolve here in the United States. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.